Welcome to the Ecom Profit Podcast. I'm your host, Dawn Sinkula, CEO of Digital Dawn, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. Here on the Ecom Profit Podcast, I open Pandora's box and share with you and other ecom business owners weekly topics that will help you explode your business online. I outline my tried and true secret sauce, the D2D method, that's guaranteed to bring your business results. As an entrepreneur myself, I try to pull out all the same entrepreneurial passions in others. So get ready to be fired up about your business and let's have a great time. Welcome to the Ecom Profit Podcast. Welcome to the Ecom Profit Podcast. I'm your host, Dawn Sinkula, and today we are going to talk about how to be the CEO of your business. So you guys, this is a, a topic that I think so many people just naturally assume that when you start a business, it is intuitive or it is something that automatically comes with starting a business, this idea and concept of becoming or being the CEO of your business. And I, I'm here to tell you that this topic is so relevant right now as I have been working with a multitude of clients at different phases of their business. So business owners that I've been helping coach with, maybe at a, a lower level, I've been consulting with business owners at that midsize level and even a bit bigger in the consulting area. And what I can tell you is that there are common themes that are happening amongst business owners when it comes to being the CEO of their business. And so let's just pause momentarily and kind of talk about, by definition, what I mean when I say the CEO of your business. Because when you first start your business, you are the person that does everything. You are the product developer, you're the product creator, you're the product buyer of equipment, you are the sole person answering emails, you're setting up your social, you're creating your website, maybe you've paid or had some level of outsourcing from you know, some sort of marketing, you've had some help with tech maybe, but the majority of the things that you're doing at that level are all things that you do yourself, right? Which, of course, is exactly how most of us have gotten our starts. We have all started kind of from the ground floor up. We have all kind of come into this with just me, myself, and I. And we have been the sole proprietor or the sole person in our business. But at some point, what I have to tell you is that as the owner, proprietor, the person who started the business, there has to become a mindset shift about when you do or know to start shifting yourself into that CEO mindset and into the CEO that will build your business for the future. So I'm not necessarily talking about do you know when you need to outsource people, although I do think that is an important topic for discussion of, you know, when do you know when you need to hire? Do you hire before? Do you hire after? There's a lot of conversation around do you 
hire employees? Do you hire contractors? Do you outsource marketing? Do you outsource VA work? Do you? That's not that's not exactly what I'm talking about. Although I think that is relative to this conversation. My thought process and what I'm talking about is how you shift your mindset from being the doer into a strategic CEO. Now, I don't think people are naturally born with this level of strategery, if you want to call it that, right? Like, I don't think people are always just naturally going to fall into this strategic CEO sort of mindset, right? And that when you start your business, you are the sole person doing all these things that somehow you just flip a switch and become the strategic CEO in your business. So how do you do that? How do you make that transition? And do you even know what you should be focusing on as the CEO in your business so that you can continue to grow and scale? So where I see a lot of business owners get stuck is that they've had great success. Maybe they've grown their businesses you know, into the millions even in some cases where it's been them and maybe a few other people or they've built something that's kind of gone viral and taken off and now all of a sudden they're making all this money but they haven't really done the work to position themselves as the CEO. And that leads to trouble. So let me give you an example. And without using names and without using too much description on um, you know, people that I've worked with, what I can share with you is that across the board, there are conversations taking place with business owners right now where they are saying things like, um, I really feel like my role as the CEO is to set the direction for marketing, or I really feel like I need to be the one who talks to X, Y, and Z about my distribution, or I need to be the one. And I don't disagree with that. I, I feel like at some point that does make sense. But here's where I would really challenge you as you think about growing and scaling your business. One of the easiest ways of becoming a CEO is to actually set a job description for yourself. So I always kind of do this exercise with business owners who maybe don't quite have all of the skill set around strategy or don't have all of the skill set around how to position themselves as CEO. And I say, okay, so if you were going to create a job description for someone that you are going to hire in your business, what would be the things that you would want to see, right? What are things that you would expect a CEO or a job offer to have, right? Like what would be the criteria? What would be the roles and responsibilities? What would be the requirements? What would be the result? What would be the outcome? How are they measured? So as a CEO, I think you need to have that same sort of framework set for yourself so that you can start working towards that goal of working yourself into that job description. Now, that may be like totally out of left field and you may be like, okay, that seems crazy. But what I can tell you is that the CEOs that are really successful or people who don't have maybe that intuitive mindset on how to do this can 
learn and build skills and spend time teaching, training themselves on how to be a better CEO when they know what a CEO should be doing. So you may be asking like, okay, Don, well, if you're going to create a job description for a CEO, how do you know what that job description should be? Or how do you even start to plan that? And that is a great question because if you can't already see yourself as a CEO or you really don't know what a CEO is supposed to do, how are you supposed to build a job description around being a CEO, right? Seems counterintuitive. What I would tell you is there are a lot of amazing tools on the internet, right? And that's like one of the greatest things about online Googling and all sorts of stuff, right? You you can Google what are the responsibilities of a CEO. You, you can see what are the five key focuses every CEO should have. You can see, you know, what, what are the leadership traits or skills that a CEO needs to have. And you can get all sorts of different, you know, opinions, different information, different topics. But what I would tell you is that you need to take the pieces of what you find and work them into your own CEO role. CEOs need to provide inspirational and strategic direction for the company. That's really what a CEO should be doing, right? They should be making high-level decisions about brands, policy, procedures, how the company direction is going to go. They should be setting mission vision statements. They should be able to be a uh, great communicator on behalf of their brand or company. They should be able to communicate with their teams. They should be able to communicate with strategic partners. They should be able to represent the brand, let's say at conferences or at different events or you know those types of things. That's the kind of framework that you want to start to build off of when you think about what a CEO should be doing in your business. Where I see people get hung up is they think, okay, well, I'm going to build the strategic CEO map, right? Or I'm going to build the strategic CEO sort of plan. And it starts with a vision statement and starts with a mission statement. And so I'm going to spend an enormous amount of time doing a vision and mission statement. I think vision and mission statements are really important because they do set the tone and the direction. But if you don't know or how, if you don't know how to one, do that, you need to learn that. But two, those types of vision and mission statements are the anchor point, right, for your company, for all of the other people that are going to come with you and that really set the tone and direction. But you also need to understand how to lead a team of people in that direction. You need to understand how you, as a CEO who has set the vision and mission, now translate that into a tactical way for your team to be able to execute that on your behalf. I feel like there's leaders in the world and I feel like there's managers in the world. And I feel like there's probably a really big difference between um, I think there's a big difference between the two. Now, you could argue managers and leaders and leaders and managers, and you can train managers to become leaders, and you know, leaders aren't good managers, and you know, you can get into a whole debate about all of this kind of stuff. But what I think really is kind of the the pinnacle of a great CEO is someone who has really great leadership skills, the ability to take a vision and be able to 
execute that or talk about that or distill that down into their team and into how that comes to life through their particular brand or company. I think a great CEO is somebody who has vision, who has the ability to see the future and see where they want to go in the future. A lot of times, CEOs aren't great executors. Or maybe not the strongest. They could be great executors, but they might not be like that's not their zone of genius or that's not exactly where they want to be spending their time. They can do it, but they're probably not the best to do it. They have great social skills in a lot of cases. They have great teamwork. They have great leadership. They have the ability to be visionaries. They have the ability to kind of see the forest through the trees and understand where they want to take the company. But again, getting that down on paper and being able to really help yourself get to that next level is critical if that is not a naturally intuitive skill set that you have. So For those of you who know my story, I worked for a a Fortune 25 company for a really long time. I led teams of thousands of people, um, and I felt like I was a really good leader, right? I I have taken a lot of classes. I've taken a lot of trainings. I've done a lot of um, interpersonal skills, relationships, communications, all of those types of things that are really foundational for being a great leader, okay? So when I left that corporate job and became the CEO of my own company, that skill set is very, very different than what being a good leader for another company looks like. The skill set of a CEO is very different than being a leader in a company. And for me, the thing that really helped tremendously with getting my mindset into a CEO mindset was, like I said, creating this job description, right? And putting down on paper what it was that I wanted myself to sort of do, right? What was it that I thought was the best thing for us from a vision mission perspective? What was the requirements of me as the CEO? What are the outcomes? What is the responsibility? What are my roles? And then sharing that with my team so that they get on board and understand, no, I shouldn't be the one scheduling the social media. No, I shouldn't be the one making the decisions about whether we do this or this. Now, again, I know that this might not be applicable for everybody at this beginning stage if you're just getting started in business or if you don't really have a team. But again, these are things that CEOs think about. They think about the future of their business and how they're going to get to that next level and how they as the CEO, start working towards that. And if you don't have the skill sets to be able to fulfill that role, that's where great coaching programs, great mentorships, great books, great podcasts can help fill in the gap on some of those things. I see so many business owners taking courses on how to learn, you know, how to create funnels and how to create this. And again, all really important stuff, not things that I don't think you should learn. But if your goal is to grow your business, yeah, maybe you need to understand that initially, but you shouldn't be doing it for the rest of your business time, right? If you don't know how to read financial reports or you don't understand how to look at KPIs in your business or you don't understand what metrics you should be looking at, 
you need to help build those skill sets. You need to understand what it means to be a visionary. What does it mean to, you know, set a vision mission statement? And what I would tell you is that in this case of talking to now hundreds of business owners over the course of my digital marketing career, what I can tell you is that there are a lot of business owners out there that are not CEO material. They, they are not CEO material. They just don't have that strategic mission, vision, and foresight to be able to see what's going to happen or what's going to come. So what do you do if you aren't made of CEO material? Hmm. That's a good question because those are things where I think this might be where a lot of small businesses fail right, is I don't have line of sight to what it is that I'm supposed to be doing as a CEO. I don't have the skill set. I don't understand this part of it. And therefore, I kind of throw out my hands and say, okay, this didn't work, right? I think a lot of skill sets can be taught. The internet now, you you basically can get a master's degree on YouTube, right? <laughs> For everything that is out there, you can learn and, and kind of digest and find material about just about anything that you would need, right? So again, having an anchor point with a job description that kind of helps you. Now, if you don't even know how to how to write a job description, Google CEO job description. Start from there. Start from a template. Work your way backwards and kind of see how, you know, you can tweak that for yourself. For me, as a CEO, what I always like to do is I think about where I want to be three to five years from now and I work backwards. So if my business is going to be at $10 million in three years from now, what are the things that I need to do in two years, in one year, in six months, in 30 or 90 days, in you know the next month, in the next week? And I work backwards on how I strategically am going to plan my business, my team, my you know sales process, all of that. But if that's not a skill set that you are comfortable with, again, go help yourself. I wouldn't throw my arms up and say, okay, well, I just, I can't do it. I don't know what to do. I think these are things that can be taught. I do think that I, 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 again, kind of debate the whole leader versus manager sort of mentality. And can you be a great leader? Can you teach people how that are managers to be great leaders? I, I, you know, I, I my experience thus far has been that it's not a skill set that's always translated um, really, really well. But what I I think you can be successful is also surrounding yourself with people who have the skill sets that you don't. So let's say you are very visionary. Let's say you really are a great vision person from a CEO perspective. Let's say you do really have a lot of strategies. That actually might be a downfall for you when you're first starting out because you can't get anything done because all you're doing is thinking about the future or you're constantly working in the state of vision and you can't actually execute. So that's where finding someone to help you execute on some of those tactical things might be the right first step in getting you into that CEO mindset because you can't move the ball forward if you aren't able to actually tactically get some stuff done. I've seen that happen too, where there's a lot of great visionaries that are CEOs that don't perform well or don't end up, you know, being successful CEOs because they didn't see or have line of sight to the fact that they needed to hire someone 
or get someone in their business that could help them with those day-to-day operational things that, you know, visionaries sometimes don't often want to do or see the value in doing them. So it can go both ways. You can be a really great visionary and see, you know, the future really, really well and all the things and all the stuff. And you can also be a person who only sees right now, only sees today and has a really hard time seeing the future and executing. And that's where I'm talking about being able to kind of get out of your day to day and see the vision if you're working in that like tactical shit every single day right now right? That's where the job description comes. That's where the let me help myself get to that next level by emulating or learning what other people who are in a successful CEO role are doing right now. I think so many business owners need to find companies that they want to be like and see what that CEO is doing, emulate that CEO's behavior, read the things that that CEO is reading, watch the movies, watch the podcasts, watch or listen to the podcast, watch the documentaries, whatever it is that 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 they're doing, follow along with people that are doing that well. And, and emulate that. But where I really wanted to spend the time today and, and why this conversation was something that I wanted to share on a podcast was because I know that there are so many CEOs out there or business owners that have the potential to be amazing CEOs. They just don't know what that means. So ho- hopefully this conversation got you thinking a little bit more about being, maybe it's even more like an operator in your business versus a CEO in your business. And how do you transition? What are some small micro steps that you can take to start working towards becoming the CEO of your business? And I will tell you that it's hard to do. This is not an easy, like just instantly, if you're not a visionary or if you're not the person who has that sort of skill set, it can be hard to understand what is expected of you at that level. And so hopefully this podcast got you thinking about it a little bit more, thinking about why it's important because you will not be able to continue to grow and scale your business past a certain point if you can't step into that leadership role, if you can't step into the chief executive officer of your business and share and 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 drive and vision and all the things that are required to get your business to the next level. It will be a stopgap for you. It will be the thing that stops your business from either growing and scaling or potentially shutting down because you won't have the ability to pull yourself out of the day-to-day and be able to do that. And again, if you are one of those visionaries that is kind of in the space right now where it's just me, myself, and I, and you are the visionary and you are having a hard time executing on the day-to-day, understand and recognize where that could potentially cause you problems as well. And I can recognize and understand when it's time to bring someone in to help you with that minutia that you are not so great at and that those things need to happen also in order for you to move to the next level. So the point of this this podcast really was to bring up conversation, to bring up discussion, and to bring up the points that I think so many new business owners, even smaller, mid-sized business owners 
just don't think about when they're in the thick of it, or even when you're thinking about starting a business. So hopefully this stirred some conversation with you, this stirred some thought process. And if you've got questions, thoughts, or ways that you know how this has helped you or things that you've done to help yourself become a better CEO, I would love to hear from you. Um, if If you found this podcast helpful, be sure to give us a review. And until next time, you guys, thanks so much. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you've heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review. And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you'd like to see if you're a good fit to work with the Digital Dawn team, head over to digitaldawnagency.com forward slash contact and let's book a call. Thanks so much again and until next time.